Presented to you by the Sideline Dynasty. Visit SidelineDynasty.com, the cure for every sports addict. You know, some guys might decide that it's a little too tough, or it's a little too hard, it's a little too demanding. It's Division One football! It's the Big 12! It ain't your murals! You got two weeks after finals, you got a week of July 4th, and you got a week before camp starts. That's a month! That's probably more vacation than you guys get. And we're a little bummed out that we don't get three weeks. Go play intramurals, brother. Go play intramurals. Welcome to the Run Pod Option. I'm Marty. I'm Kyle. I'm Jeff. And it is week one college football, guys. Are we excited? Week point five. It, it's, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, <laughs> zero, I don't know. If you multiply week zero by week one, what do we get? <laughs> we get zero. Still every, zero. <laughs> every week is week zero. Uh, so... Where am I? The world well, isn't real. Uh, uh, <laughs> on the dock today, we got week zero discussion. We've got Doug Gottlieb talk, which I know Kyle's excited about, and then we're gonna do our uh, our weekly picks and get out everybody's hair. Miami and Florida play just the most exciting game, uh, the best, the best game. Uh, what did we think of? What did we think? I know Jeff. Did you watch the whole thing? I caught about two thirds of it. Okay, that's probably all you had to do. And in case you hear that noise, that's my dog trying to break into the office. Uh, How did Miami go um, four minutes and lose yardage at the end of the game? Yeah, so they got, God, I wish I'd written it down, how many penalty yards they gained on their last drive. Because it was, I think, three pass interferences in a row. I think I heard that between the two, it was like 24 uh, penalties for like over 200 yards. Yeah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so here's That's awful. Here's the last the last drive. All right, so they had ten <laughs> a ten play drive, uh, four minutes and eight seconds, negative two yards. Uh, so I'm just gonna do. I'm gonna send it, I'm gonna I'm gonna run through it really quick. Are you guys ready? Everybody drink yeah, when they it. hear penalty. Uh. First and ten, Miami penalty, unsportsmanlike conduct. One yard loss for a rush for one negative one yard. A rush for one yard. A sack, loss of ten yards. A penalty, delay of game. Timeout, Florida. A sack, bringing it to third and twenty-seven. Oh, fourth and thirty-four. And then penalty, Florida. Florida pass interference. I, I guess that loss. that penalty was like. Seven uh, seven yards before the uh, before the first down marker, and the yeah, dude just I, straight up tackled the receiver. Yeah, it was an awful, an awful play. Because one of these, I think it was the last one. Uh, the second pass interference play was not. It was kind of a ticky tack call, but 
this one, the fourth and thirty-four was yeah, Florida just straight up. <laughs> Why are you nine. doing that? Yeah, getting the prevent. Just... Two yard loss. Jaron Williams incomplete pass. Incomplete pass. Pass interference. Twelve yard pass. Incomplete pass. Sacked. Incomplete. Incomplete. And then it was basically the end of the game. Um, so bad. I will say, uh, I don't know if Tate Martell uh, would have given Miami a better <laughs> better option to win. <laughs> but uh, but Jaron Williams when his offensive line wasn't just smelling grass, looked great. I might be rescinding my pick for Miami to win the ACC Coastal. Yeah, that... Uh, I don't know. It was... I don't know if Florida's defense um, is that good, or their defensive line is that good. It wouldn't surprise me. But Miami's offensive line, really both teams' offensive lines, were atrocious. Yep. I I think uh, Jaron Williams, like any other really young quarterback, was running for his life, uh, (laughs) making one read and then not being able to find something, and then having three Florida Gators on him. Yeah, I mean, ended up with ten sacks. Was that really it? Uh, It's honestly, it felt like it more. It felt like more. Um, it was well. That's bad. I mean, you know what? Yeah. What is Miami gonna do? I don't think was, that Florida's defense is that good. Like that good. They're good, but not that good. No, not not yet, at least. And definitely, no. yeah. And they're supposed to be. I think I think they're supposed to be pretty weak in the linebacking. Like in the linebacking. <laughs> in the in the. In the uh, <laughs> In, in, in the middle of the field, uh, I will say what drew me off sides a lot um, was was the hard count because apparently that happened too. So the there was it was another hard actually um, that you mentioned it. Uh, so this was Reese Davis and I think Kirk Herbstreit right that was calling this game. Okay, it's definitely Reese Davis. I'm pretty positive on that. And Florida has a defensive tackle that was really getting after it, whose first name was Jabari, and whose last name was Zaniga. But boy, he was having a hard time pronouncing his last name. (laughs) And it was like two or three times that I was just like, boy, he is, uh, he needs to really emphasize that A. Did you hear about uh, about Desmond Howard on the... uh... <laughs> yeah, that he's gonna have to yeah. choke a bitch. That's great. I, I get it a bit, but I mean, he's definitely like just lost it. That was great. Well, Wayne Brady apparently like gave him like a shout out. So. Yeah, I think Wayne Brady's probably gonna be like a guest, uh, a guest picker on one of the game days, almost certainly. <laughs> I hope so. Did we watch the Hawaii and Arizona game? Saw the highlights. God yeah, damn, saw a little bit of it. Khalil Tate. Yep. It was uh it was the perfect after dark game. It was every yeah. Uh it was Mountain West it was all the offense and more. Dark. Yeah, it was uh I ended up watching um only the first three quarters and then I had to call it because it was one AM and I was dying. <laughs> um but apparently Cole McDonald I think threw two more touchdowns and two more interceptions when I went to bed. Uh did you see that last play by Tate? No, I didn't. 
um, with time running out, they're about 35 yards from, from the end zone. He got flushed out of the pocket, decided to run. He got hit at the one yard line. Oh no, I didn't yeah. see that. <laughs> yes. ended the game. Yeah. yeah. Tackled by a defensive tackle on the one. Um, Oh, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> he made he was, all of the moves. He was really bad in the first quarter, and then he was really good in the second quarter. Um, and in the third, it looked like they had lost it because I think Arizona wrecked two touchdowns real quick and spread it up, and that's about the time I had to bed. Um, yeah, if Tate had gotten in the end zone, it would have tied the game up. I will say uh, <laughs> Cedric Bird, the second, is – a fucking baller. baller, dude. 14, 14 catches, 224 yards, and four touchdowns. Just absolutely uh, monstrous game. He had a great year in that first game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's, he can just that's like, take a rest for the rest of the year. Yeah, he's, he's fine. <laughs> he beat out probably every Georgia Tech receiver last year combined in one in reception. In this year. Yards and touchdowns. <laughs> And maybe this year, yeah, because it remains to be seen how good they're going to be offensively. I'm going to be their quarterback this year, so. <laughs> I'm more of a pure pocket passer. Well, we've we've <laughs> talked about this before, but the uh, the four horsemen of Notre Dame, the starting quarterback was your height. At what height <laughs> is that? Five, eight? Five, uh, no, five, oh, five. five. I'm trying to give you some credit here, honestly. Don't give me credit. I felt like a bad friend. Not, I felt like a bad friend not knowing your height. I'm, um, I'm old enough. I'm I'm secure in it. It's fine. Uh, other than Felipe Franks being a bad quarterback, do you guys have anything else for these two games? Underwhelming. A lot of uh, a lot of discipline issues. You know, I know it's the first game, but damn, just. <laughs> Especially Florida. You, I mean, you're the you're the number what eight team in the country. I expect more out of you. Yeah, it probably goes to show just how pointless those early polls are, too, right? But, like, yeah. Um. The uh, did y'all catch the Youngstown State Sanford game? Was it Sanford? no? But you showed me that picture of. Of their uh, <laughs> their strength coach, yeah, that you were uh, fawning uh, over. Uh, the best part about this game was continuing to see for the first three quarters a Bo Pelini team be incredible on off on defense and <laughs> unable to do anything on offense. <laughs> it's like Bo Pelini's just doing this thing, and then they racked up three touchdowns at the end of the game to just bury Samford. God, um, I showed Dina the uh, the picture of the strength coach. And she said it looked like one of the dudes from The Bachelorette. And I was like, that's pretty on brand right there. That could work I mean, out. Yeah. It <laughs> Sleeveless, was, you know, it's whatever. Was, yeah, there was that picture that floated around. <laughs> Who does that? Of, of the heist. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm doing this show right now in a cutoff t-shirt. So I'd like for you to just. I also can't say anything. Syracuse has, a, has one of their assistant coaches that wears a kilt. So no, he wow. doesn't. Does he really? Yes, you're yes. burying the lead. I've never known that. Oh yes, look it up. God, I bet Dino loves that shit too. Gosh, I don't think she's really ever noticed it. He just does like the Vince McMahon cackle. God, <laughs> god damn, that's a what a dress. <laughs> it's a strong kilt too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's the polo with a kilt. It's great. Polo with a kilt is 
uh, an incredibly alpha move. And uh, that's a power move. What position does he coach? Is he a strength coach? I don't think he's a strength coach. I want to say he's a defensive back or defensive tackle coach. So this headline says, why is Syracuse's football assistant wearing a kilt? Um, and his name is Dave Chirko. <laughs> what does he do? I don't know what he does. He, st- he just stands there and looks awesome. So this article is in 2015, but it appears that he is also the strength and conditioning coach. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense. So uh, so everybody's doing bits. There was the organ guy uh, with the mustache from a couple years ago. Um, or he was he's Georgia, I think, and then he went to Oregon. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. Um, then he was the quarterback at wa- wa- uh, Washington State. It was weird. Jeff, you're in really good shape. I think you could probably do a bit for us if you could get on on the staff. <laughs> I think UNC Charlotte would have you too. They do there play. You go. The, they do play this Thursday. I might be able to go uh, see if I can get on television. Honestly, wear a kilt with a uh, cut off shirt. You'll be fine. I might wear a cut off polo and see what they do. You could probably do like just regular with a tie. pants. <laughs> that's that's uh. You know what? No, do the. Uh, I know this is against your nature, but do um. A cutoff polo, but also a vest like Jim Tressel style over it, and then regular spots, and it's a it's a move, and then like a flat brim it, hat, and a and a sensible bow tie, <laughs> but all in UNC Charlotte colors, and some sweet New Balances. So uh, we wanted to take. A, uh, a moment on this college <laughs> new balances. I don't know why it didn't, it didn't register before, but those are, listen to me, we're, we're getting sensible our, shoes. We're getting our thirties. They're sensible. <laughs> They're not that option now. Um, <laughs> it gives you a nice support for your aching back. You can get like a generic gray and it goes with everything. Yeah. Uh, this episode brought to you by uh, new balance. Uh, Joe Montana probably wears them. Um, he wears Skechers. Oh shit! Ooh. Well, that's when he's working his calves. He's got to have a day he has off. <laughs> Speaking like of calves, he... let's talk about a guy that has a busted calf right now. You know what? That's a good. That's a good. That's what a segue, Kyle. Um, Boom. Yeah, so former Stanford great uh, Andrew Luck is retiring at the age of twenty nine from the NFL. Mm. Yeah, it sucks. And, uh, it does suck. You know. I'm a Jacksonville fan, and it kind of helps me out in my own interest, but you hate to see it. He's a gamer. He's a but good not, dude. Yeah. Uh, apparently one of the best dudes. Like, yeah. yeah. He I, really I just, is. Yeah. I, I have nothing bad to say about him. Like, it was fun watching him play, even though he kicked the shit out of my team every week whenever we played him. Um Am I upset to not see him when we play them? No, but I'm upset to not see him in the game. But, uh, fucking Doug Gottlieb. (laughs) Jesus Christ. This ass clown. So, I'm a huge Syracuse fan, and he's been kind of just an asshole to Syracuse in general. Mostly basketball. Hates Jim Boeheim. Hates the program. Always recycles the uh, the same, you know, complaints about, oh, they don't leave New York State ever, you know, in the first month of the season. And, oh, uh, their strength of schedule isn't great. 
you know, bullshit. But then he decides to come out after Andrew Luck retires and say, retiring because rehab is, ha- is quote-unquote too hard is the most millennial thing I've ever seen. Hashtag Andrew Luck. And he's caught hell for it. But, you know, I just... This is a guy that... (laughs) What the fuck has he ever done? He's just a troll. This is a guy that stole credit cards from his his roommate and got kicked out of school. Had to go to another school. Who's he to be the moral compass for somebody? For protecting his own body, he's 29, he's spent 26... Uh, 26 games on the IR the last the last like three years God, he's consistent yeah and he's he's always hurt and of course it's gonna wear on you mentally you just can't seem to get healthy and you're starting to think you know am I ever gonna be healthy do I want to continue to play do I want to continue to get hit like I used to you know I know you have a better offensive line now but you didn't back in the day and that's why you're in the position you are right now well, and I think with any line of work, but especially one in which you're um, you're getting hit thirty times uh, a game by like Mack trucks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If it's I can Khalil find, Mack trucks, I, I can yeah, <laughs> I can find it very understandable uh, that he would become that he would fall out of love with the game that he loves, if nothing else, because. It's causing you so much play. pain, right? Well, I mean, besides, and even besides just the pain of just of needing to go through a year and a half of surgery to get a year's worth of games and then rinse repeat, you know, like mm-hmm. it, like that sucks for anybody. And he's and not to be able to play it at the level that you feel like you should be playing it at, right? That you used to always play it at. That you're struggling to throw the ball for a year, and now you kind of can, but it's because uh, a surger or surger. A surgeon, <laughs> a surgeon, um, a surgeon, a surgeon botched the uh, the surgery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a uh, it, it's a shitty situation. And he doesn't need people like Doug Gottlieb p- piling on, you know, or or Doug Gottlieb trying to save face by saying like, no, listen, I love the guy, uh, but it looks really bad when you have and uh, uh, when you have Alex Smith who almost lost a leg trying to come back. And it's like, okay, well, first, Alex Smith, also millennial. Welcome to the party. Um, yeah. So which is it? Um, yeah. And Alex, it's, it's Alex Smith's bar. Also, ba- also, looks real bad when you steal your roommate's credit cards. <laughs> I, the, I feel like sports media has um, done a really good job of making the players – the bad guys and not the owners. Um, and that's fucked up. And I guess the Colts have been taking this in stride and like, they're not sweating the money. They're not making a big deal out of it, which that's is the, the right least thing. that they can do, you know, give them his right. 24 million because it's their fault. They didn't put a line around him. But for <laughs> every, but for every fan. Yeah. They, I mean, they seriously are responsible. <laughs> and for every fan that, you know, booed out there, or that's crying because they fucking drafted Andrew Luck in fantasy football aren't owed fuck all. Like they can, oh, yeah. they can all go jump off a fucking cliff. As far as I'm concerned, like it's yeah. it's seriously it's uh I, I watched it happen with a very polarizing player in To when he was at the Cowboys, and and he wasn't 
he didn't have uh, the safety net that Andrew Luck had. But when he had to go, he had to go. And then well, everyone was Jacksonville's just, just kind of dealing with it right now. Jacksonville was dealing with it in the offseason where Telvin Smith decided that he was going to step away from the team for the year and basically retire to get his head straight. Everything I've seen from the Jacksonville community is, man, I hope this guy gets his head straight. You know, if he doesn't come back, then, you know, that's on him and he can do what he does. But I hope that he, you know, gets himself right. You know, that's what's most important. This is a game. But the, yeah. the, the fans that were booing Andrew Luck as he's walking off the field in the third preseason game when he didn't even play, you know, yep. just because they're seeing Adam Schefter's tweet, you know, yeah. and realizing that that's going on, you know, that's that's classless. It's not like get over removed. it. It's not even that crazy. Like Patrick Willis did it, you know, years ago. Yeah. Uh, five years ago, for fuck's sake. Hey. Tank um, and go get Tua Tagovailoa. Pardon? I can't say his last name. I can't say his last name. Brother, we're going <laughs> to do we're gonna a college football podcast, good. and you've got to practice that, because this is going to be a ride all season. He's going to be on there all season. There you go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we're going to do yeah. a segment asking, uh, what's Tua to? And Kyle's got to do the whole bit. But talk Tank for like, Tua. We're going to do Samoan name segments every week. Oh, God. Yeah, Kyle has to, Kyle has to read one Brigham Young player. <laughs> um, all right, so I think I think we've exhausted that. I hope Andrew Luck, yeah. uh, I, I wish him well in his future endeavors. Um, yes. Have a good truly, retirement. I'm truly Enjoy. bummed that we that we were uh, we weren't robbed seeing him and what he could be because I don't think he was even in his prime. I think he got robbed of that too. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, it's it's a loss for the NFL, but I'm happy for him and his family that he can go work for your dad in the NX at the XFL. Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. Go de- go develop in go. the XFL. That'd be perfect. He'll be the Renegades quarterback coach under Stoops. <laughs> <laughs> Be pretty he could probably be a pretty damn coach. Oh, I bet. I, bet, I honestly I kind of hope he does. I think he. I think he'd probably enjoy it too. If if I if yeah. if uh, all accounts are correct with how much he does love the game, there's still ways to be involved. But he needs to take some time for himself. He gets pissed at the co- at the quarterback. Says, you know, fuck this. I'm coming back. Yeah, he just yeah he he player coaches it and just um wins comeback player of the year for the second time. <laughs> you know, there's, there's really only one place. There's really only one place he belongs, and that's Andrew Luck, Michigan quarterback coach under Jim Harbaugh. Oh Harbaugh. man! Oh man! Oh, oh, man. man. <laughs> and somehow Gattis still avoids being able to call plays, and he just <laughs> <laughs> and they still find a way to go eight and five. <laughs> so, uh, so we have um, our weekly picks before we get out of here. Um, so we had. 10 and I turned it into 12 and the, the final two are going to be a surprise for you guys and I think I'm going to do that each week because I, I like the I like the wild card of it um, so we're picking against the spread uh, I'm going to read out the teams if y'all want to add any uh, any news and notes feel free are we ready to get started let's do it let's ride we have in no particular order here Oklahoma State at Oregon State, and Oklahoma State's getting 15 points. I'm taking the over. Yeah, that doesn't feel like enough. Hold on, hold on. Do you expect Oklahoma State to cover 15? 
That's what you're saying. Yeah. Kyle. Okay. I thought I thought yeah. you said, yeah. you said the over. I think they're going to, yeah. And I've got the over line written on there, and, and I just didn't want to be too confused. Um, yeah. Okay, Jeff, you too? Yeah, agreed. Okay. Um, yeah, I think uh, I just, it'd be a surprise if they didn't, honestly. I just don't expect much from Oregon State, really. And Oklahoma State usually finds a way to put up points. No, I they uh I know it's at Oregon State, but that shouldn't matter to me. You know, well, Oklahoma State has a really fun offensive coordinator that's his first year and he'll have a new quarterback, I believe, too. Um, but that's never really stopped Mike Gundy and o- and Oregon State is probably the bottom three power five team in the country. Yep. Yeah. Um and the only reason Georgia Tech isn't even on that list is because they have a reason. Because <laughs> they had a system that is not just a, a light <laughs> switch away. Uh, yeah. Next, we have Florida Atlantic at Ohio State, and Ohio State is favored by 27 points. Hmm. For context, I looked up the Florida Atlantic at Oklahoma game they played last year, and uh, they got beat by Oklahoma by, I think, is it 39 or 40 points, something along those lines. I think Ohio State's more talented than Oklahoma, but they were also replacing a lot. And Ryan Day. putting in a new quarterback, yeah. New quarterback. And a new coach. Pretty good amount of defensive yep. players they lost too, right? Their um, O-line's getting all replaced too. And, and Lane Kiffin uh, has He got really everybody from last chance you. Yeah, yeah. Lane Kiffin, who uh, is Mother Teresa for JUCOs. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, oh, I think Ohio State covers. Yeah, I think so. Um First game at the Horseshoe, they're going to go nuts, I think. I think yeah. we're going to see another quarterback that looks like he knows what he's doing out there. And it's Fields. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't see Florida Atlantic, you know, making that much of a game. And I think the Ohio State covers. Agreed. And didn't Florida Atlantic just lose their star running back? Didn't he drafted this year? Oh no! Oh yeah, he did. Um, uh, God, Singletary. Montgomery. Singletary. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think there's also uh, low key a lot of players that are going to try to prove that it wasn't Urban. Um, and by doing that, uh, do you have an alarm at eight at nine o'clock every night, Jeff? He just muted himself. Um, <laughs> yeah, you do. That's my wife's alarm. That's uh, that's where you, that's your alarm to take your pills. That's her pills. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. So we have Duke. Uh, Duke. What I was going to say is, yeah, people trying to prove that Ryan Day is the right guy. The players that love Ryan and the players yeah. that don't want to be associated with the Urban or or their success not be. Dependent on Urban, I guess is a better way to say. Oh, that. Urban's having a good time spending time with his family, you know, on the Fox uh, Fox pregame set. That's yeah, let, cool. Let the did, run pot off. Did you see where podcast. he was? He was at the Florida game in a Florida polo Saturday night. Yeah, him and Steve Spurrier <laughs> both were hanging out. Yeah, and Florida fans were like, "Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck, he is a clown." He'll look good in USC red soon, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm not worried. God, it's so gross. <laughs> Uh, next we have, uh, let's do Syracuse at Liberty. Syracuse favored by 17 and a half. Mm. 
I think that's too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that Liberty is underrated. It's at Liberty. They're going to be wanting to... Uh, they're going to be wanting to, to prove something. I think that Syracuse wins, but I think it's more like 14. Uh, last year, Syracuse opened at Western Michigan. Really tried to give that game away, won by about 14. What's with Syracuse um, in these weird travel games for the first week at Western? They're just trying to give that rub to everybody, man. He's, Getting those he's, Western he's, Michigan recruits. Yeah, Dino is going to lay the recruiting pipeline down in, in the, the Virginia, the greater Virginia area. and uh, Western, Western Michigan, Michigan has – I think that their head coach is Tim Lester, and he's a former Syracuse OC. Oh, so so was that makes sense there. Liberty, solid, yeah. I don't get it, but, you know, it's Hugh Freeze. I, I don't think that 17 and a half is enough. Give me more fourteen, uh, so I'll take Syracuse winning, but give, but uh, but give Liberty the points at that point. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jeff, where are you at? I I agree. I I have to trust the expert there. I'm not an never, expert. You never <laughs> know what's going to happen with Hugh Freeze. I really had uh, Liberty as well, um, but I switched it to Syracuse because Kyle undersells everything. And I'm hoping that Syracuse is going to be better than he anticipates. I, I think they're going to be better. I think it's. Just, I think they're going to be fine this year. I think it's just. It's the first game. It's on the road. You're playing a team that's trying to prove something. And right. And you and, got a new quarterback. And well, that and Dino's going to have last to do. Year. Dino's going to have a hell of a job getting to the to the stadium and and trying to dodge all the burning crosses. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> It's, it's pretty much Liberty's bit. Um, so we have Duke uh, versus Alabama, and Alabama is favored 34 and a half points. Oh. It's a lot of points. Oh, I don't know why I'm going to do this, but I'm going to take Duke in that. All right, I had Duke. It's too. a lot of points. It's a lot of points. I know that Alabama is super, super good, but Duke is well coached. You're replacing Daniel Jones, so it's probably an upgrade. You are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, 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 that's a lot of points. I do think that Alabama probably wins by, like, 30. But, oh man, 30, 34 and a half is a lot. Yeah. I think it's 53-20. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and they just barely get the under on it. Yeah. <laughs> and Saban's furious. Yep. The whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's an 80 the yard touchdown pass, and he's fucking just, he's tearing his headset in half. <laughs> he snaps like They're a third string nothing. running back's neck. <laughs> they take Jeff. the opening kickoff back for a touchdown, and he's freaking the fuck out. He's punching <laughs> out every coach on the side. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what do you got? I'm taking Bama. Nice. That with what they have coming back on offense, I know they've lost a lot of coaches, but it, they're really going to be good. They're going to they're going to shred Duke. Uh, speaking of shredding, uh, we have Georgia Tech at Clemson. Uh, Clemson favored by thirty five <laughs> and a half points. Oh, I got Clemson. I know I'm taking Clemson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing that's worse. a lot of points, but it's a new coach and the new system and, and a defense Clemson's awful. Yeah, and Clemson's just, you know, they're just, they're ready. They're ready to go. So uh, I don't know if you guys saw this today, but Georgia Tech 
released their depth chart and they they don't have starters. That's, oh, good. That's so he. What they do is he calls it top of the line, and it's basically any player that is above the line can play. So they list like nine offensive linemen, four quarterbacks. Oh, that's <laughs> what's weird just... is that Paul Johnson was. Uh, he actually had a little bit of eligibility left. He enrolled. He's now their left guard. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be an improvement, probably in pass protection. To be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, that one's that's that's, that's, hand. that's brilliant, though. I mean, like, from yeah. a, if you know you're not going to have one advantage, at least trying anything to fuck with whoever. Yeah. But then, like, I heard Dino Babers, or not Dino Babers, Jesus, Debo. Dabo Sweeney. Dabo, God almighty, dude. I just had, like, a stroke. That Dabo <laughs> used the Arizona game as an example of not to sleep on Georgia Tech. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, a, like it was Hawaii's run-heavy game that got him beat. Not... Well, hmm. Not it's also every big, big like program, big like um, NFL team, NBA team saying that you know nobody believes in us. You know that whole bullshit. Yep. Like the yep. Patriots last year saying nobody believed in us to get to the to get to the Super Bowl and win it. It's like no, no, we're no just one, all tired of you. No and one that's thought why. we could get six. <laughs> nobody thought we could win our division. <laughs> next <laughs> that you've won every year. Yeah. <laughs> next up, we have the Holy War Utah at Brigham Young, and we've got uh, Brigham Young as five point underdogs. That I don't right. think that's enough. Give me Utah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm drinking I, the Kool Aid. I'm in agreement too. Um, but God, it'd be so Brigham Young to win that game, like they did, and <laughs> like when they hammered Wisconsin last year. Uh, out of nowhere, and just ruin especially Utah's with all the chance. hype Utah has this year. Like Utah is getting a lot of yeah, a lot of play in the media, especially that defense. Yeah, I'm yeah. drinking the Kool Aid. Uh, you know they don't drink Kool Aid, Kyle. <laughs> oh, I think they do. Uh, well, are we making it's not alcohol with Liberty? It's more Liberty <laughs> scene. I feel like. Uh, <laughs> uh, Liberty against Brigham Young and then like the the Soldiers for Christ Bowl. Uh, Looks for the run pagan option. (laughs) Virginia at Pitt. uh, Pitt three point underdogs. Give me Pitt with the win and the. uh... Oh, the points here. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Pitt with the win and the points. Yeah. I'm taking Virginia to cover. Yeah. Yep. Since we're uh, round number like three, I'll take that. Yeah, I, I, I just think that Pitt's going to win a stupid game against a team that they shouldn't win against, and that's a really good can- candidate for it. I don't that trust very, UVA. That'd be Pitt to play their best game in week one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next we have... I don't trust UVA. I just don't. We have Oregon against Auburn, and this is the this is the game in Atlanta, isn't it? No, this is the Tex one in Texas, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's in Houston. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Oregon against well, Auburn. That makes sense. Auburn favored <laughs> by three points. Ooh. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm I don't want to. I do said it. Auburn, right? Did I say Auburn yeah. favored by three points? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I have Oregon covering. 
Yep. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to say it, but I think that Auburn's actually going to win that game. Shit. Well, Bo Nix, man. Time to get on the Bo train. I I'm going to save. Here, I'm going to do that. I'm going to jump to Notre Dame and Louisville. Notre Dame at Louisville. Uh, Notre Dame favored by twenty and a half points. I don't think there's a number that's high enough that I wouldn't take Notre Dame. Yeah, no, that's 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 asinine right there. Yeah, God bless Satterfield, but he's got an uphill. <laughs> yeah, Louis, Louisville's going to give up like thirty points in that game, or they're going to be beaten by thirty points. I don't know. Really? I mean, Satterfield's uh, good, but it's like it's a tough first game, brother. That's. That's like yeah. it's not even like cooking with the empty cupboards. It's it's uh it's having to like drill a hole in the ice, catch the fish, <laughs> let the fish thaw, then dressing. I think that's what you do to fish. It might be deer, and then you cook. I think it. you have to clean it actually. Clean it. Yeah, clean it or dress it. I always forget which one's which. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not good at that. I, I don't do outdoors things. Yeah, I I, uh, I took a nap in like a Gander Mountain once. It's the closest I ever got. <laughs> so, Jeff, do I have you for Louisville covering 20 and a half? Yeah, I think, Ooh. I think Satterfield's going to make a big difference. Like, they'll, they're probably going to look like a normal football team instead of whatever they look like under Patrie now. Yeah, but Juwan Pass is still their quarterback. Yeah, but he can, I think he can cover some of that up. And they're, they'll play with good effort. Notre Dame will probably just dick around and win by like fourteen. Yeah, I could see Notre Dame not taking it seriously. Notre Dame blame Josh for that. <laughs> yep, is he a Notre Dame fan now? He is now. Well, that's, what, that's what he decided oh, last God. year. You know how the British are. He was man. real excited about about them going to the playoffs. Yeah, I, I do smoked. wonder how much is going to be them trying to answer for getting this bitch slapped by Clemson. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> Everybody got bitch slapped by Clemson, unless your name yeah, is Syracuse. True. Yeah, that's oh god. Um, so I'm gonna jump to the two. I'm gonna jump to the two surprise games uh, that you guys don't know about. Before we do Houston in, in Oklahoma. Yeah, because I want that. That's our game of the week. I'm picking it right now. Oh, okay. All right. So we have UCLA at Cincinnati. Cincinnati Ooh. favored by two and a half points. Not enough. You think UCLA wins? No, I think that Cincinnati's favored by two and a half. I think they're going to win by more. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. I'm taking UCF. UCLA? Is it UCLA or UCF? It's UCLA. Did I, did I say oh. UCF? Yeah, sorry. Threw me off. No, I'm, did I say it? I'll switch to Cincinnati. Kyle, the mediator. Did I say UCLA or UCF? Uh, I think you I said, said UCLA, and I knew so, they were playing UCLA. UCF, so. UCFA. <laughs> So the Chip Kelly's against Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Kyle. That's if it was UCF, it'd be different. But yeah, I think uh, I'm taking UCLA to cover. So uh, fuck me, I guess. Um, so Wisconsin at South Florida. Uh, South mm. Florida are 14 point underdogs at home. Wow. Ooh, give me South Florida with the points, but you Wisconsin to win. Yeah, it'll be closer than that. But yeah, I think I think it'll be Wisconsin closer W. Too. Yep. 
Yeah. All right. So yeah, I think I'm going to pick uh, the ghost so we, of Willie Taggart will still be there. So we all pick UC, uh, USF to cover. God, now I've got all my schools messed up. UCF's winning the week. UCF's winning everything. Uh, <laughs> they'll they'll tell you that on Twitter for sure. Um, <laughs> We've got a banner already. And the, the game of the week, uh, we have Houston at Oklahoma. Oklahoma favored by 24 and a half points. I think Houston is going to cover that. Really? Yes. I think they're going to cover it like with with ease. Yeah. I, I, Jalen Hurts, totally different offense. He's not the best passer in the world. I think that that kind of lends itself to a uh, more run-heavy game. I don't think that they extend it past, you know, 20 points. Hmm. I, my line of thought is I think Derek King is insane, and I think that Jalen Hurts is going to be fine, but they're not going to be as explosive, at least for this first game. Yeah. Um, and just to wrap this in a bow, uh, last year, Dana Hogerson's second-to-last game with West Virginia, they lost to Oklahoma 59-56. to Yes, there will yeah. be some familiarity here. That's a good call. Holgerson's hair will be everywhere. He'll be we're shotgunning not, we're not a few years away from Houston losing to Oklahoma, or Oklahoma losing to Houston outright. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that Houston's going to cover. What do we think, Jeff? I still would take Oklahoma. Really? Ooh. Okay. You're the only one that's got Oklahoma on that one. Yeah. You believe in that offense. You believe in Lincoln Lincoln Riley. I do. I trust his system. Uh, I mean, he's he's got an incredible system. Yep. Um, well, and they have uh, what? Three five-star receivers that they brought in? They're going to shred Houston. Yeah. Yeah, who's going to throw it to him? I hope that Jalen Hurts turns out to be so much better of a passer that I'm giving him credit for just because that offense is a lot of fun. Um bah. I don't know. I think he's going to be better than he was in Alabama, but I just don't think it's going to be that much better. I think. You know? I think Houston. I think. I think it's. I think it's less of how good Oklahoma is going to be personally, and I think it's how good Oklahoma, or uh, Houston is going to be. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this, Marty, because you watch them more. Is is Oklahoma a big play offense? Because I felt like Alabama was like they would try to go for like big shots, and that would kill you in trouble. But if they do shorter passes that's where i think it slows down the offense so where oklahoma was they were explosive but i i'm not so sure that they threw the ball more than 30 yards more than any other big 12 team they just did it with their talent and their scheme so how efficient was hurts that's the real question because he was not inefficient i remember him specifically being very good at not taking like Bad sacks, for instance. Um, I'm talking more about like passing completion stats because Mayfield and uh, Kyler Murray were extremely efficient. Yeah, and that Uh, really helped the helped the ball move, helped the helped the offense move. All right. So, um, in his career, he's 62.9 percent passing, uh, and that's 48 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, which is no bum. No. 
and his comparison, uh, Baker broke records. So I'm gonna go with Kyler. I guess Kyler probably did fucking too. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Kyler hit 69 percent of his passes. That's yeah. it's a big it's a big divide. Yeah. So I mean, once again, I think that that offense is gonna be fine. I think that Hurts might be able to you know make that bump up a couple percentage points, but I don't see it getting up to the 69 70 percent like Kyler Murray did. I. I think there's a small part of me that hopes he fails so that we get a chance to see quarterback Spencer Rattler. Yes. Uh, because there's not a better Oklahoma <laughs> quarterback name in the country. It's truly a blessed name. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, are we ready for week one? More than ready. ESPN Plus ready for Syracuse Liberty. You know what's that, even more the rest exciting? of my day. With that ESPN Plus... Uh, you have your choice. The first games of the week on Thursday, Morgan State at Bowling Green. I know that has Jeff running. Robert Morris at <laughs> Buffalo. I'm excited. Albany at Central <laughs> Michigan. You know it. <laughs> uh, but actually, UCLA and Cincy and the uh, the Georgia Tech um, crucifixion at the hands of Clemson are both on Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and that's time probably what's going to be on. Uh, that might be the, well, probably the 10, uh, 15 Eastern. Oh, that I'll be battling, you know, sleep at that point. But I, yeah, I'm, we're, I'll probably watch it at Friday on Friday at work. To be honest, um, all right, gentlemen, uh, we will talk uh, later this week. Actually, we'll, let's talk after the games. We'll do another follow up next Monday. How does that sound? Sounds like a plan. Sounds good. All right, guys. Thank you. Later. See ya.